Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 32 for George and season 28 for me. This is day 7 of season 100. The first question is the gimme for today for us. Oh yeah. Asking us what musical artist owns a restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. This is Eminem. That's part of the, uh, that I forget which song it is from Lose Yourself from mm-hmm. 8 Mile. Yeah. Has the line about uh, throwing up Mom's Spaghetti, I mm-hmm. think it is. Um, and so, yeah, this is, if anybody doesn't zero in on our location, um, <laughs> You know, they, or if they've heard us talk on the podcast, we are in the Detroit area. And so a uh, very easy question indeed. I put down Eminem. Ditto and ditto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I zeroed this one on defense as well because I my opponent too. has a fairly high pop music score. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not from this area, at least not publicly, but figured what the heck. Sure. Question two asks us for an artistic term. Uh, that refers to a pose that might be prevalent in sculpture or art, and today refers to a figure that's turning or twisting away from another part it gives uh, us a, of the figure. It gives us a parenthetical that, in, that includes quotes, which tells me this is a really big hint mm-hmm. set against. Okay, right. so that's contra something. Uh, since it's a Renaissance term, it's probably going to be Italian or faux Latin. So... Contra what? Mm. Uh, and I can think of contrapuntal, mm. uh, meaning kind of counterpoint, but also just couldn't really land anything else that was contra something mm-hmm. um, that wasn't very obviously something else entirely. So, so I say, yeah, contrapuntal. We'll go with that. Okay. Yeah, it took me a while to kind of. Uh, reread and zero in on that parenthetical because that really is the best clue that I could have gotten out of it. I try to think about like what do I know about different just bodily poses like uh, my brain kept wanting to go towards akimbo and like that's not it and mm. um, and I felt like well this had to be something that I would have heard of so I for a while I was thinking about is this being in repose is it being kind of like at ease? It's it's mm. referring to a a kind of uh, relaxed stance that you might see, like if you think of uh, Michelangelo's David. That's what I'm picturing when I see this description. Um, and so, uh, at the same time, like neither that nor the um, description of how the term is used today, kind of jogged anything loose and so i finally went down to that uh, parenthetical and thought okay um if you're against something you're it's like contra something um and this is talking about a stance so maybe this is like a pose and so i figured the two together um you know if you're set you're posed and you're against your contra so i put contra pose and thought maybe that's you know kind of somewhat close to a thing um, it seemed like it, it would at least be a real, mm-hmm. uh, if not an actual valid English word, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. then a, um, you know, at least a sort of theoretically sure. valid one. So I put contrapose. Mm. Well, you got a little bit closer than I did. A little close. Uh, it was contraposto. Indeed. Which I assume is contra plus aposto. Sure. Because it's got two P's in it, which mm-hmm. is... which. I don't know if that's weird. an Italian thing odd, yeah. for, 
you know, uh, suffixes or whatever. Yep. Oh, well, I don't know that I've ever heard that word. I kind of doubt I have. I feel like I would have, um, well, it's, it's possible. I've been in enough art museums, but it definitely was a today I learned question at the least. Mm -hmm. Question three asks us for an island in the Strait of Juan de Fuca uh, that was, that resulted in a kind of a jog of the border between the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, I figured this had to be Vancouver Island, because um, that's where that, you, you know, you can kind of picture that upper left corner in the usual mm -hmm. uh, map of the lower 48 that has that. And I just, I don't, I probably looked at the map just enough that I know that's Vancouver Island. Mm. Uh, I can't recall if that's actually close to Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah, it's right across the, the waterfront. Okay. So, yeah, that's I think that's what I'm picturing very much when I, I think about where this must be. So I put down Vancouver. My first thought was Vancouver Island, but then I thought, no, Vancouver is a little farther north than that. Vancouver mm. Island would be right off of it, and uh, so it wouldn't have needed that. Mm. And I wasn't 100% certain that Vancouver Island was really a thing in that precise area, because why would you have a Vancouver Island right next to Vancouver? Mm. That seems redundant. <laughs> and I thought there was an island in that area that started with a B. Hmm. And it took me literally hours. Oh, no. And I wrote down five or six different ones in various places. Uh, that it, Banneker, uh, hmm. Burlington, Barrington, Bainbridge. Finally hit. Bainbridge oh. Island. Yes, that's okay. the one. Okay. Yep, we're going to go with Bainbridge. It was Vancouver. Yeah. 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 Bainbridge is the one closer to Seattle. Oh, and smaller. okay. So I, I, I at least was in the correct area. And and you had an actual thing that you were mm -hmm. trying to latch on to. Yeah. You know, at least you got that kind of like, it, it, it's always rough when you're, you know, you know something mm -hmm. to put down and you just can't kind of grab it. At least you yeah. uh, got that. Yeah. Question four asks us, what individual is associated with the third of a, uh, well, I guess it's the first of a trilogy mm -hmm. of uh, Philip Glass uh, works, uh, two of which focused on Akhenaten and uh, Gandhi? Uh, so the other one is Einstein on the beach. Mm -hmm. At the beach? On the beach. On the on. beach. Uh, I have not seen any of these in their entirety. I've seen clips of all of them. Okay. Um, and I just know that Phil Glass did Einstein on the beach, so I'm going to go with Einstein on this one. Yeah, that was my vague sense of this as well, um, that Einstein's name popped right to mind in this context. Um, I've you know, probably read in passing about this previously and heard that title of a work uh, that I thought was by him. So I also put down Einstein because I just thought that's... it that's also of a piece with people who were as consequential as Akhenaten and Mahatma Gandhi. So mm. um, I thought Einstein made sense in that regard. That's what I put down. And that was correct. Whew. Question five asks us for the sister ship of the Mauritania and gives us a bunch of other information. So this is the one that I'm most annoyed with myself because mm. I bungled this one. Um, 
I never can get the timeline of these different ships straight. Reasonable. I know that the Lusitania and the Mauritania are kind of related, um, or sister ships or what have you, but I couldn't convince myself that 1906 was when the Lusitania was sank. I, I don't, like, it notes that the Mauritania becomes the larger ship, you know, um, mm. three months after the launch of the prior ship, and... I assume that's because the one sank. I wasn't really sure about that. Um, but I also couldn't convince myself that that was the case. And I thought perhaps um, the uh, the sister ship to the Mauritania was the Titanic. And that's the one that sank from the iceberg and not from World War II. And I feel like I see I'm mixing this all together and I, I can't I couldn't um, pull the right thread on this question. I'm not totally sure why. But I ended up putting down Titanic. Hmm. Uh, I think you may have misread it slightly. Perhaps. Uh, because it, the, the Mauritania became the largest ship uh, overtaking the other vessel that had hmm. launched three months prior. It had nothing yeah. to do with the sinking. Okay. Mauritania was just bigger okay. upon its launch. See, I wasn't even sure about which, that either. Yeah. Which, yeah. which it's, it's kind of a weird way to say overtaking, like something happened other than, yeah. no, the Mauritania was just Bigger. Now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, it didn't. Okay, mm -hmm. that that irks me now. Right, yeah, actually. there was no change in the other ship. Yeah, uh, and Titanic uh, sank in 1912. I want to yeah. say I'm Sounds I'm never right. certain of that, but I but I always get it right. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, so it now occupies a place in my mind where, like I I think I've said 1912 before, or have I? And I've gotten it right on something else, and I don't know it and so uh, yeah I, i'm so certain of it that i've become uncertain that that was 1912 um and the lusitania which mm -hmm. of course was another roman province right and there therefore would have a similar name to the mauritania mm -hmm. uh was sunk during world war one right uh about a decade later okay um maybe earlier than that i don't but it was it was World War One associated, right? Um, so and, and I I hadn't known that it you know, any of this stuff, but I just figured oh that sounds like Lusitania. Uh, Lusitania was around before you know 1914 or 1917 or thereabouts at least. So yeah, would it have been a eight to eleven year old ship at that point? Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. I'll say Lusitania. And that was the correct answer. I just got myself tangled up there. Question six asks us for um, one of the two descriptors of the two parts of Carl Sandburg's Abraham Lincoln biography. The first part being the blank years and the second part being the other blank years. So I figure if you're going to write six volumes about Lincoln, it's going to be, and, and you're going to divide it, you're pretty much going to divide it into presidential and pre-presidential. Okay. Uh, you could make a case that you could say like, oh, pre-political or pre, uh, yeah, pretty much just that. Like yeah. Maybe, maybe pre-political or even just pre-Congress Okay. And the, uh, and the rest. But I don't know that you could really do two entire volumes before he either went to Congress or got into politics at all. Yeah. Um, so either way, it's going to be. I figure everything that happened in, while he was in D.C. and everything that happened before that. 
So I don't know whether the second one is going to be like the Washington years mm. or the presidential years or something like that. But the but before that, where he gained his fame, if not where he grew up, was Springfield. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say the Springfield years and the Washington or something else years, I'm more certain of the Springfield years. Okay. Yeah, this one I I thought was a similar divide, um, just in the sense of, well, I take that back. I, I think I conceived of this as it's either, you know, the pre-political and the political years, kind of like you said, or it's like the early years and the later years, or it's something about, you know, his early life and career and then the presidency and the war being kind of the primary things. Mm -hmm. And I figured this had to be a very short and, you know, sort of memorable couple of words. And it had to be a little more specific than the early and later. Um, And so I, I figured, you know, the first part is almost could be almost anything like it i i wouldn't know what to refer to and i almost wanted to use two word phrases like the log cabin years or some other mm, you know yeah, um yeah. phrase like that and and so i kind of thought why don't i focus on the second set of volumes and i thought it's you know it's four volumes worth and i thought that has to be about dealing with like the presidency and the war and i thought about a term like presidential But then I thought the war years. Mm. Yeah, I think that would make sense because that, you know, was just so salient to his uh, leadership and history there. And with that merit four volumes of a biography. Yeah, I think it probably would. um, The whole country, you know, rending itself in pieces. Um, And so I thought. Yeah, why don't I go with the war years? That sounds like something you'd put on a a great big Lincoln biographical work like that. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well done, because that was correct. Wow. It was the prairie years and the war years. Prairie makes more sense Mm because he did not live exclusively in Springfield before going to Washington. Right, right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I'm glad that I grabbed that one if I'm not going to get the Lusitania. mm -hmm. Those two things are... that question leads me to my two favorite Lincoln bits of trivia. Mm. First is, um, as you say, his presidency was consumed by the war. And in fact, uh, Lincoln was president of the United States for less time than Jefferson Davis was president of the Confederacy. Because huh. Davis became president of the Confederacy before Lincoln was inaugurated president of the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah, because states started seceding as soon as he was elected. Oh, he, wow. They didn't even wait for him to take power. They were just like, oh, that guy? Hells no, we're out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, and so the Confederacy fell close enough to, to Lincoln's assassination that hmm. he had less time in the office than Davis did in his. Wow. The second thing is uh, Lincoln has been so thoroughly biographied mm-hmm. by Sandberg and by others that if you read all of the biographies of Abraham Lincoln at a normal adult American reading pace, Mm -hmm. it would take you longer than Lincoln was alive. (laughs) That is how thoroughly this dude has been written about in our history. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, That is all to lead in 
Uh, that, that is all to make me feel slightly smarter on a day that I got three questions correct. Oof. That's a rough, that's a rough one. Yeah. I, I was uh, kind of weirdly, I, I had the whole mix of surprise and annoyance and delight <laughs> at my four out of six mm. because so. I didn't expect to get the Warriors. I didn't really expect, I wasn't sure about Einstein or Vancouver even. Mm. Uh, I was pleased that I got as close as I did to Contraposto. Yeah. I'm not even sure I won't get marked correct. You know, I it's it's distinctly a different word. It's it yeah. does mean something else in English, and so, you know, unless someone else came up with that and submitted an appeal, uh, probably not. But you know, hey, at least I kind of uh, logicked my way close to one, mm -hmm. which is yep. kind of pleasant, even if you don't get the points. Um, I do wish I'd I'd uh, taken a second look at Lusitania. I just. Mm. I got all turned around on it, but, yep. you know, at least I got some that maybe weren't so expected, like classical music. Mm -hmm. um, so we will see how it goes. And that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Uh, follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag, now with all the vowels. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>